I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth. All the music of the replay heroes on a Sunday night. Welcome to the live show. This is Al, John, and Kristen with the Disney List Podcast. And yes, we're broadcasting on Facebook, and you can join us too. All you have to do is check out facebook.com forward slash the Disney List. We'd love to see you there. Yes, we'd definitely love to see you there. How's it going, Kristen? Good. Good. Before we get this show started, we're going to be talking about our top 10 special list. What is it? What are we talking about? We are talking about the top 10 facts that you didn't know about Liberty Square and Magic Kingdom. There you go. There you go. We're trying to get all patriotic because we are nearing the 4th of July. Can you believe it? The year is almost halfway over. Crazy, isn't it? 4th of July is actually a week from today. It's on a Sunday. It's crazy. Absolutely craziness. But... Before we get started into this big old crazy Disney list, we wanted to let you know that people are booking their trips now. They're booking their trips to the Magic Kingdom as well as, uh, well, I guess I could say they're booking their trips for Disneyland, but they're really not. Um, You have to be local to still go there. Oh, I think they'll probably lift the veil sooner than later. I think you guys are talking about that on Dining at Disney um, or have talked about it. You were in so many podcasts today, or this week, I don't even remember how many you were doing. And Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to <laughs> you you mention the fact that you were on the um, Yes, on Disney, Disney Parks. Parks podcast. There yes. Because I am their food expert for their little, they have like an expert series they do, and I'm the food yeah. ex- expert. There you go. All right. Well, before uh, before we get into it, like I said, uh, feel free to contact Kristen because, uh, because people are booking their trips to Walt Disney World. And I'm glad that business is picking up, Kristen. You, once again, you can save them time and money. Um, and what else would you like to mention other than the fact that I think they're booking Disney Cruise Line that we're going to talk about here in 2022? Yes. So where can, you can people... Yeah. You, can, you can book Disney World. You can book Adventures by Disney. You can book... Disney Cruise Line, you can do other cruises too. So if you want to do Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Princess, Norwegian, it doesn't matter, Viking, whatever kind of cruise you want to do, I can book them. All right, whatever floats your boat. Once again, you can email Kristen, the travel guru, and uh, where can people email you? At themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Right on. Disney List Podcast, available on Sorcerer Radio and everywhere you can find podcasts. And now on Audible and Amazon Music. Alexa, play the Disney List podcast. Playing the Disney List podcast from Amazon Music. The following is a production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. imagination, huh? Ladies and gentlemen. Broadcasting from the Tiki Room Studios in Music City. It's the Disney List. The Disney List. You've got to have characters that the audience, the viewer, the reader 
cares about. What makes a hero? What's friendship? What's the idea of sacrificing yourself for something larger? With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Disney List on Sorcerer Radio with your hosts, Kristen and Al John. Welcome back, everyone. It's live feed, broadcasting from Music City. I'm pop culturist, Marvel, Disney, and Star Wars fan, Al John Go, joined by my hostess with the mostess from Dining at Disney podcast, The Happiest Plate on Earth. Please welcome our travel guru, Kristen. Hello. Hello. What are we talking about this week? We are talking top 10 facts that you did not know about Liberty Square and Magic Kingdom. Lee, our, our good pal Lee from the Great White North, America's Hat, had said, wow, that's a small land, not a top five. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Oh, I, actually, we could have easily done maybe a top 12, top 13 if we really wanted to break it down. But we have this in a rough grouping, about 10 plus, you know. Really cool facts and stats maybe you didn't know about this really cool land. There's a lot of little cool facts about uh, Liberty Square that I love. I love Liberty Square. It's a lot of fun. And, of course, we're doing this because the 4th of July is just right around the corner next week. Here we go. We're in the throes of July, halfway over. The year's halfway over, Kristen. Hard to believe. Yeah. Wow. Where'd it go? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Uh, If you're interested in following the show, uh, feel free to follow us on all the social, right? At the Disney list. We'd also encourage you not only to uh, listen to us on sourceradio.srsounds.com, but please, 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 please do us a favor and like and subscribe to our feed on anywhere you find podcasts. It's important. And leave us those reviews. Every review and we hope we earned your five-star review, but we'd love for you to just, you know, help us drive that algorithm in our favor and leave us those reviews. And it's free fun. to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's free. Just say, hey, these guys are awesome. Five-star. <laughs> it really helps. It really does. Uh, we just uh, got picked up too. Uh, well, when I say we just got picked up, it's been several months now, but iHeartRadio, of course, Amazon Music, Audible, so uh, among the other uh, places you can find our podcast, so uh, please do that. You can also leave us those voice messages as well on anchor.fm forward slash the Disney list. Can't speak. Can't speak. That's not good. No. Not 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 when it's a podcast and what you're really doing is speaking. Yeah, I, I speak. I try to speak for a living. Lindsay in the chat says, I hope the Muppets come back with history. But uh, only the American parts, LOL. Yes. Yeah, that is a that is a very catchy song there for the Muppets. I love that. I hope they do come back. I, I miss the Muppets there. Before we get into it, we do have some news. Yes. I can't believe it. We've got news. A lot of it, actually. I have a bit of news. You do? Yeah, I'm going to see if you put it, if it's on your list. Okay. If not, do I you, have peace. What did you think of Loki? I like Loki. So far, so good, right? Yes. So, for you Fortnite fans out there, and I know... I know they're fans of Fortnite here. I remember Kate's in the chat, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, her son, her son is always like, I remember back when Fortnite was like at its fevered pitch. Uncle Al John, why don't you play Fortnite? Why don't you play Fortnite? Get us, get a, get a, a, a switch. And let's play Fortnite. 
And I was like, oh, I guess I could, but I, I always averted it. I, I just avoided it. But now, in case you're wondering, <laughs> Fortnite has partnered up with Marvel yet again for some brand new Fortnite skins. So you can be Black Widow, because Black Widow is coming out, which is cool. You can also check out Loki or Lokis. So there's a oh. uh, different Lokis you can check out, which is cool. I'm down with that. Uh, this is not the first time Fortnite and Marvel have teamed up. You know, they teamed up to bring the Infinity Gauntlet and Thanos to Fortnite. Did not they've also it. done a few other uh, partnerships there. Um, they've done Star Wars as well. So be on the lookout for all those Marvel-themed skins there for Loki and Black Widow. And uh, I do I do love Loki. It's a great, great series. And I'm not going to uh, spill it, but uh, we do have a little bit from uh, Tom Hiddleston here. Hold on. Check this out. Oh, I'm trying to make sure that we actually can hear what Tom has to say. In the comics, there are primarily For heaven's sakes, I this is why I hate comicbook.com. Would you stop playing this? <laughs> Would you stop? I'm just here for Tom Hiddleston, all right? All right, now if I could hold on a second. For heaven's sake. Okay, let's back this up. Let's back this up because hold on. Hello, I'm Tom. Tonight's bedtime story is all about a supervillain. This guy is really naughty, very cheeky and bright green but never fear because where there's trouble a superhero is sure to follow <laughs> thank you tom uh you can check out tom hiddleston or a variant of loki on cb's hq for cb's did i say that right cb's bedtime stories on the bbc so uh tom hiddleston will will read you a story cbb's 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 it sounds you know what it sounds like something our little our little girl boo would kind of babble cbb's 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 my peepees um okay sure all right, whatever you whatever you say, whatever you say, little one. Um, but yes, Tom Hiddleston will definitely uh, read a little story to you. So that's cool. I, you know, Tom Hiddleston seems like the coolest guy. Yeah. Out of all out of all the Marvel uh, MCU characters uh, and the actors who play them, who would be the person or persons you would like to hang out with and just kind of have a beer and chit chat with? You can name one or two. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Other than Tom Hiddleston. Other than Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston is a must, must dinner guest. Yes. Yes, for me. Hang, hang guest. Yes. Who else? Um, hmm. You know, it seems like um, Chris Hemsworth would probably be pretty cool to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As well as Chris Pratt. Oh, the two Chris's? Mm-hmm. Not Chris Evans, too? No. No? No. No, too white bread for you? <laughs> <laughs> He's too, too. Uh, no. um, I like I like Chris Evans. Chris Evans seems cool, but I I, I do what's, like uh, the girl that plays um, Koye. No, 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 no. Uh, um, not Guerrera. No, no, no. But she that she'd be pretty cool to hang out with. I think. Oh, I think she'd be great. No, and, uh, I'm thinking Chadwick Boseman. Of you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. If he was still alive, seems to be a really cool dude. Guardians too. of the Galaxy, not Gamora. Oh, you mean Palm? Palm Clementif, no, no, who no. played a uh, no, mantis? No, 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 no. The uh, who no. played her sister? Um, oh, 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 Gillen, uh, Karen Gillen, who played a Nebula, yes. Neb- Nebula, Nebula. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Karen Gillen. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. She was awesome in Jumanji. She was awesome in Jumanji. But um, you know, Paul Bettany too. Oh, Vision. 
Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, I think Vision and Scarlet Witch would be a great hang. You could get the two of them uh, together. I liked I, him back when he was in... Wimbledon. No, before that. Oh, Is A it... Knight's Tale. Yes, that's it. Yeah, Knight's Tale. That's great. With Heath Ledger. There you go. A little bit of a comic book crossover. You know, it's funny. I never remember that Heath Ledger was in it, but I always remember... <laughs> yeah, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. He was a uh, part of the... The Knight's Tale was the the Chaucers, the kind of the remake yeah, of yeah, the Chaucers, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was great. I read all that in school. That was not summer reading. I did read that. Jeffrey Chaucer. Good times. Hey, yeah, um, see, I never I never did any of the summer reading or the reading we're supposed to do. I razz you about that all the time. I That's know, why I brought it I up. Because I was cliff, cliff Notes. Yeah, but, do they know, even still make them, I wonder? I'm sure, but you know, you can read everything off the internet. You probably watch a 10-minute <laughs> YouTube video about uh, Hamlet or something and be like, oh yeah, I get the gist. Oh, I did read, um, however, I did read Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar, that was yeah. good. That was good. Uh, Lindsay says, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I think Doctor Who would be, or Doc, yeah, he was Doctor <laughs> Who. Well, he was Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor I Strange, didn't know that. right? Doc, he yes, was he's Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yes. No, he wasn't Doctor Who. He was Doctor Strange, yes. But for some reason, Doctor Who came out. I was thinking about uh, Doctor Who. Hey, um, I think Chris Chris Pratt would be my drinking buddy. And I think Tom Hiddleston, too. I think anybody from the cast of Thor Ragnarok would be just amazing to just hang, hang out with. Don't you think? Mm, I don't know about the guy that plays Hulk. I'm trying to oh. blank on his name. Anyway. Oh, yeah, uh, no. let's let's move on. He doesn't seem like he'd be so much fun. I want fun people. I don't want somebody who's too like snooty or stuffy or too rich like Robert Downey Jr. Oh, you know, you know who would be a great hang? Spider-Man. Oh, yes. Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. He would be a good hang. Hey, uh, speaking of the Incredible Hulk, did you see the latest Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? promo I that they kicked not. out yeah abomination is coming back uh abomination you remember in the ed norton hulk that is actually part of the mcu they kind of swept that under the rug a little bit uh ever since they kicked uh, ed norton out but uh, but abomination uh, apparently is making his return in shang chi and doing i guess some underground fighting or something and i'm like uh yeah i think he'd probably kick everybody's butt but they say that he's fighting wong um magician wong from Doctor Strange. And it doesn't look like, I don't, you can't tell that if, if it's him or not, but people are going crazy saying that it's Wong. Um, that would be interesting because he does have that magic. He's going up against it and he's doing those little spell casts and in that orange glow. So they're automatically thinking it's Wong. Hey, look, I'm Chinese. We don't all look alike. <laughs> just saying, just saying, just putting it out there just because he, he could be Asian. Doesn't mean it's Wong. There are other Asian magicians. I'm, I'm very certain. Um, speaking speaking of Doctor Strange, WandaVision changed its post credit scene and may have added Doctor Strange. Do you see this? What? So they do these things on some of these Disney Plus shows. <laughs> but apparently at the very end where they're getting ready to zoom in on Wanda in the cabin, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. She goes into the cabin and she's kind of doing all this little voodoo witch stuff that she's doing, reading out of the dark hole. Um Apparently, they changed the trees, and then there's a floating figure in the background descending on the house. I'm like, what? How are you going to play this the first time? And then now, like, literally several months later. Did you go back later, and watch it? Yeah. Yeah. That someone uploaded it to YouTube, the original ending, and then they uploaded what they they changed at the very end. And it's like, 
it's different. It's like, well, we didn't have enough time to finish the special effects for the end of WandaVision earlier this year, but gave us a couple months and we just changed it. Just so, you know, like what the hey guys, what the hey. But anyway, check it out for yourself on Disney Plus if you got it. Definitely. All right, Kristen, it's time for your travel news. You can now book fall 2022 cruises. They are now available. So we know that definitely next fall you will be able to cruise. Right. This is true. Check it out. Um, as you said, I think you said Royal Caribbean is already doing some yes. bookings and you're, you're yes, hopefully going to book already, some of those. They've already started sailing. Yeah. How about yep, that? Some of the cruise lines are already sailing. Yeah. Some not so much. Oh, there you go. So go ahead and make it happen. That'll be fun. I'm down with that. Uh, also, we have some more locations that are going to be opening up here. Uh, in Disneyland, dining locations opening up just really quick. You want to? Maurice's Treats. Maurice's Treats opening up at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And Edelweiss Snacks have reopened as well, mm-hmm. which is cool. Down with that. And Churro Gears for Maurice's Treats. Looks like they've got the Cronuts going. Uh, Jack Jack's Cookie Num Nums. I love as that. As well as the Cozy Cone Motel Popcorn. Yay. Yeah, and those are just a few things. They're slowly reopening everything, which is good. I'm glad about that. And uh, we also have Single Rider has returned to several popular Disneyland attractions as well. So uh, be sure to check that out. I think they've got uh, Single Mountain at Space Mountain, Indiana Jones, Millennium Falcon, Splash, and Star Radiator Tours. Springs. Star Tours. Incredicoaster. Yep. And Grizzly River Run. There you go. All right. That's awesome. I think we also have some reopenings happening there at uh, Animal Kingdom too, right? Yes. Eight Spoons Cafe has reopened. There you go. A great place to pick out some quick treats. So uh, that is all the news for now. Yes, Kristen. I do have one little bit of of tidbit information. Go for it. Did you see who is doing the voice of Iron Man at Avengers Campus? Wait, is it the guy from Heroes? Huh? Who is it? (laughs) Who is it? It's Steven Stanton. What? Yeah, he's voicing Iron Man. What? Yeah. That's awesome. Did he did he did he mention that on his uh his Instagram or something? On Facebook. Oh, Steven. We gotta get him back on a show. Yes. He's he's the best. He literally is the best. One of the kindest voice actors ever. And uh, you know, the voice of uh the uh gosh, he's been the voice of everything. Uh Mark Twain Riverboat. Mark Boat. Twain Riverboat, uh, Lord Mystic from Mystic Manor. Gosh, he's done it all. He's been the voice double for Johnny Depp and Pirates. Uh, of course, Star Wars, The Clone Wars. He's done a lot of voices uh, for that, including Tarkin. Um, and he's back doing uh, doing more there for uh, Star Wars and The Bad Batch. I know he's doing some stuff for Bad Batch. So anyway, great. Uh, that's good to know. Kristen, appreciate that. I was thinking um, it was the guy that played... Uh, um, the big brother, the senator from Heroes, because he's Adrian, been doing, Adrian Pascal. Is that his yeah, last Adrian name? Adrian Pascal, I think. Yeah, because he did, he did, uh, he was like the official voice double for. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I know. But, what but he, but he was doing uh, Tony Stark's voice for all the Disney Disney animated shows for for some time, and uh, very very cool dude. Well, anyway, uh, once again. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. We appreciate it. If you're tuning in uh, for the live feed, we uh, we do this on Facebook every week. So be sure to click the bell for notifications when you visit the Disney list on Facebook. And now it's time. It's the Disney list. 
top 10. So here we are again, Kristen. Because we are in getting into July, getting ready to go into July, with the 4th of July holiday happening this coming weekend, we wanted to do something a little patriotic for our top 10 list. And what are we talking about, Kristen? The uh, top 10 facts about Liberty Square in Magic Kingdom. And these are things you may or may not know. Yep, you may or may not know. We have an honorable mention kicking things off, Kristen. An honorable mention. And what is it exactly? Oh, you're going to have to. Do I, need, do I need to increase the font size? No, for this you? just helps me see it better. Uh, okay, just making sure. Go for it. The progression of time. So you can actually see it change from one end of Liberty Square to the next. So Haunted Mansion is where it starts. And then you go along the Hudson River into the 1970s New York. And then as you move into Liberty Square, you're moving through into the 1800 as you venture out west towards Frontierland. There you go. Awesome. I love it. Uh, we, I guess, man, here we go again with these numbers. Are you ready? I know. Yep. Uh, I'm not ready. I think I'm ready, but I'm not. Here I am. Number 10. All right. Number 10. Here we go. The Haunted Mansion. Not, uh, And you mentioned the fact that it does start with the progression of time from the New York architecture over the 1700s. But uh, once again, it's themed as a two-door style mansion, right? It's got those extensive interactive cues that and tombstones that honor Disney Imagineers. And a little subtle uh, puzzle that guests can solve. But get this, there's a hearse outside. Did you know this? The hearse outside is an original prop that is now over 100 years old. That's an old hearse? Yeah. And prior to finding a home with the park's happy haunts, it had a short stint in Hollywood. Fans of the John Wayne movies may recognize a hearse between the five to six minute mark in the movie, The Sons of Katie Elder from 1965. So wow. there you go. How about that? Pretty cool, huh? I like that. How about, uh, how about this one, Kristen? Liberty Tree. You want to do some sure. facts about the Liberty Tree? Sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. Liberty Tree. In the middle of Liberty Square, it stands a 130-year-old oak tree. Uh, the tree stood as a symbol for independence since colonists staged the first act of defiance at the elm tree in Boston. I'm going to have to increase the font because I think you're having trouble, right? Can I do that? Okay, that, that works. Okay, cool. The meeting led to the Revolutionary War 10 years earlier. Uh, let's see. The open space under the branches was called Liberty Hall. And a flagpole was erected through the branches with a holstered flag, the symbol of action. The hoisted flag. Okay, sorry. That's right. <laughs> I need to put the. I, I just need to put this closer to you, right? So you can read it. Is that all right? There you go. Okay. I just I switched with you. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Countless inflammatory cartoons and verses were nailed to its trunk, and many Tories hung in effigy from its branches. Perhaps its proudest moment was the repeal of the Stamp Act when innumerable, innumerable 
lanterns blazed all among its branches for all to see. So the Liberty Tree stands as a symbol of independence in history. It actually grew in another location, but Imagineer Bill Evans dug it up and transplanted the tree to the location where it stands now. And it's a good place to find some shade on a hot, sunny day. There you go. Mm-hmm. And it says at night, you'll actually see 13 lanterns glowing in honor of the 13 original colonies. I love that. Lee says, I like that Walt bought old things to conserve them and put them in the parks. This is true. This is true. And Lindsay says, so the haunted mansion is probably really haunted. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking this is the case. Hey, uh, Kristen, uh, we do have yet another number seven factoid here. Okay. Did you know that if you need to use the restroom in Liberty Square, you'll have to go to another land since there, since there wasn't any plumbing in the Colonials America, you won't find restrooms in Liberty Square. At least that's in the legend behind this land. And that is that is actually true because the restrooms at Columbia Harbor House are located so far in the back that it's actually part of Fantasyland. Isn't that crazy how they did that? They made I it so this, when they drew the line, it's like the, the, <laughs> there isn't. The I think this kind of actually goes into this point. Of, okay, you want to do? Can the, I can I do that one next? Okay, let's let me let me get my uh, sound effect here. Number six. Okay. Okay, so there wouldn't have been restrooms at the time, <laughs> uh, which is why you see if you are walking through Liberty Square. There is a brown path. Okay. Okay. In the concrete. So if you look, there's actually two different, like two different types of paving down. Uh, The reason that you have the brown one is again, they did not have a sewer system there. And so what they used to do back in the day, (laughs) (laughs) which is really gross. And this is why Kings and Queens and stuff had summer and winter homes like the rich people over in Europe. And it was because you threw your yucky stuff out your windows and it flowed down the street. So like in Europe, they have a winter house and a summer house for that reason. So that in the summer you leave your winter house and then it has to be cleaned because it's all nasty. Yep. You know, when I put this list, when I put this, when I put this list together, I literally had uh, the heading, the Brown path. (laughs) (laughs) in it i remember hearing about this factoid and i said to myself that is true and i never really paid much attention to it but now that i see it i cannot unsee it (laughs) the chat lee says uh, so can we just go in the street then well (laughs) i don't know how it is for you in canada these days lee but uh, i can tell you that if you do that here in downtown Nashville, they're liable to uh, read you However, the Miranda rights. <laughs> this is not downtown Nashville. This is like Buena Vista. <laughs> so. Try not to sneeze. <laughs> yes, that would not be good. It would be interesting <laughs> if somebody did that and said, well, it, it they didn't have toilets here. <laughs> right? I guess. I guess. But, okay. Hey, uh. I guess we're here at uh, number five. Crooked shutters, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice that the shutters um, are a little askew? Not not everyone, but but some of them are. And do you know why that is the case? Um, uh, somebody couldn't cut a straight line. No, no. It's because during the Revolutionary War, metal was in short supply, so people would hang their shutters with leather instead of 
the typical hinges because they were making bullets out of them. Oh. So as the leather would stretch, the shutters would be eventually crooked. So there's a little bit of a historical significance there for that. It's not done, you know, it's, it's done with a purpose, right? I have never really looked at the shutters to have noticed that. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool. Number four. All right. So did you know about Liberty Street? No, I don't know about All Liberty right. Street. So the, uh, the initial concept for Colonial America came from Walt Disney's 1956 announcement of Liberty Street in Disneyland. Um, of course, Walt was known as a patriot, a very, um, you know, had a huge interest in history, in American history uh, in particular. And Liberty Street, as he envisioned it, would have taken the immersive history even a step further, offering guests the ability to experience what an ideal life in the colonies was like. Liberty Street would have been an extension of Main Street USA with dotted storefronts, selling authentic 18th century wares, even giving a glimpse of for guests to trade like blacksmithing and silversmithing and see those uh, smiths at work, if you will. Oh, that would have been cool to see that. I agree. There's places that you can do that you know, in and around Nashville. And it's really cool to get to see those people do those things first. Yeah, I like I like seeing that, you know. It's like watching The Walking Dead when people go into uh, into <laughs> that uh, and then you see people churning butter and the blacksmiths and everything because that's exactly what it, what it was there in The Walking Dead, you know, pretty cool. Uh, Disneyland's Liberty Street ultimately took a back burner to other projects, but the concept was reimagined as Liberty Square, uh, for Walt Disney World. And they were considering attractions with a Revolutionary War focus for the 76 Bicentennial. So that was pretty cool. Now, of course, we didn't quite get that, but it would have been super cool if that had happened, right? Uh, I'm going to leave this to you because I know this is near and dear to you. Number three. The old Christmas shop. Yes. Over. Go ahead. So the most prevalent religion in the 18th century American America was Puritanism. Uh, it is a stricter version of the Church of England and heavily focused on scriptures in the most literal understanding of them. Uh, Puritans did not celebrate Christmas, uh, but other parts of the colonies did. Despite the attention to historical detail that went into Liberty Square, the ye old Christmas shop has little based in history because, like we said, Puritans, they didn't celebrate it. Uh, Imagineers created the story behind the shop to be that Keppels, who is named for Walt's grandfather, Keppel Disney, a family of German immigrants, founded the classic Disney shop. Christmas celebrations were largely popularized by U.S. German immigrants sharing their traditions, such as the Tannenbaum. Mm-hmm. However, this took place much later than the time frame that Liberty Square is taking place. So they had a little bit of a, I guess, a, a play there. They bent they bent the rules a little bit to accommodate the Christmas shop. I get that. I totally get that. Number two. So if you look throughout Liberty Square, you'll see that there's, you know, that yield Christmas shop and Liberty Tree Tavern. And there are some homes in between there. They were built in the style of their time, but you can do this. You can figure out what year those buildings were constructed. If you put an 18 in front of the two digit addresses on the doors and you'll get the year of that home style. So 
I know that's that there, cool. I know that there's a 26, 20, I think there's like a 26 and some other numbers sequentially. So it was like 18, 26. That was the style of that home. So there's a little bit of that continued progression we talked about from New York to the West and also progression in styles in those homes in between the Christmas shop and Liberty Tree Tavern. Pretty cool. And I can't believe it. We're almost done. Can you believe it? Number one. I love the Hall of Presidents. I don't, I am so geeky about this. I know you yes, like it too, we, we do this every long trip. If we're on a short trip, we don't do it. Long trip, meaning like four days plus. Yeah. No, like a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four <laughs> days plus. Oh, yeah. So. No, it's seven days plus. <laughs> well. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, a week, five days. <laughs> Five days. I know a week is seven days. I'm, I'm just saying, saying no. You know, we say on at the our resort, trips longer. that are like seven days or so, then we always do it. So did you know, Kristen, <laughs> that the Hall of Presidents is a federally recognized museum? Did you know that? That would make sense. All those presidential artifacts in the lobby area are not replicas, but genuine artifacts. By an act of Congress, the Hall of Presidents is the only place besides the White House itself where the presidential seal may be used, which is now, neat. I did not know that. The that official, is kind of cool. Yeah, it's the official seal. So the Hall of Presidents was originally Walt's idea, but it took some time to make happen. There wasn't any room at Disneyland for the attraction, so the idea was put on the shelf, and he wanted the presidents to move and talk, but the technology wasn't available back then. But So that's why they had the... Great moments with Mr. Lincoln. That's right. That was the the predecessor, right? So yeah, you have great moments with Mr. Lincoln over there at Disneyland for the nineteen or for the nineteen sixty four World's Fair, and then the Imagineers created one of the first audio animatronic figures ever when they created Mr. Lincoln, who could actually sit down, stand, talk. He moved his hands and everything. Was super successful and was a miracle of modern technology at the time. And after the attraction was destroyed, they were. Uh, going to build a new one. And when Magic Kingdom opened in 1971, the Hall of Presidents was there. The original version of the show, which ran until 1993, allowed for only two people to speak, which was President Lincoln and President Washington. And since the show was updated in 1993, the president spoke for the first time, starting with President Clinton, and then moving all the way to today, which is right now down for refurbishment because they're going to put in the new president. So I yes. have only seen it with the president's speaking, the current president speaking. There you go. Because I haven't, did not go on my first trip in 1991 to Hall of Presidents. That right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an easy one when you're young to skip because first of all, you know, oh yeah. You know, it's like the Debbie Downer episode, Hall of Presidents, wah, wah, you know, kind of boring for the kids but you know honestly it's a lot of fun i think it's great to see not only the progression of the presidents but the style choices <laughs> throughout time <laughs> the different tuxedos of the different presidents through time but it's a uh, it's pretty cool this highly patriotic attraction is an excellent lesson in american history from the revolutionary war to the civil war and beyond and of course you have the most significant points in american history where the screen moves out of the way, the curtain rises, revealing the animatronic figures of every U.S. president. It is quite a sight to behold. So um, definitely one to check out. And that's what I love about Disney is edutainment, the education, the entertainment value, and of course the accuracy from all the costumes involved to uh, the setting that it's in. And that's why we love 
we absolutely love that area. I'm trying to scroll down and be like, what else are we talking about? I think that's it. Yeah. That's it, gang. That's everything. That's it. So I hope you enjoyed our top 10 plus facts about Liberty Square in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World Resort. I, I enjoyed that. That was a cool list, don't you think? Yes. Oh, all right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning into the show tonight. We do appreciate it. Uh, Lee says, is it, is it open with a current president yet? No, not yet. Um, they're installing the new president now. So it's currently down for refurbishment, but it should be should be open soon. I would think it's been down been down for a while but uh i guess they're just trying to chase down the president to uh see if he can actually say a few words into the microphone <laughs> might take a while might take a while but uh, anyway Kristen, where can people find you they can find me at dining at disney.com you can find dining at disney podcast on anchor or any of your other favorite podcasting platforms you had an awesome show this past week on dining at disney Yes, it was the Disney Happy Hour show. Uh, you're covering the best bars, some of your favorite bars and lounges. Yes. At Walt Disney World and Disneyland. So if you're a Disneylander, please tune into that show. I know I, I talked about some of my favorite bars at both locations, so that was pretty cool. And uh, thank you once again for everyone who supports the show and listens to us on demand. Your favorite podcast place and source of radio, we do appreciate it. Once again, source of radio at srsounds.com. And uh, last week, I know we were out out of pocket, um, but it was great to see all the numbers. People were like, oh, you had Tom Bancroft on the show? Yeah. You know, once upon a time, we used to have a lot of guests on the show when we were called WDW Tiki Room. And Tom Bancroft, of course, uh, the man behind Mulan and uh, Mushu, joined us on the show. And Tom is going to be joining us on... My sister podcast, our sister podcast, Skull Rock Podcast, coming soon. And can uh, I wait for that? But be sure to check out Skull Rock Podcast, the other show that I host, um, because we have, once again, uh, Disney special projects, creative filmmaker, artiste, and writer Dave Bossert. Um, he just authored, authored that book, 3D Disneyland, like you've never seen it before. And he's got a new book uh, about Claude Coates and all of the stuff that he's been involved in with a Disney company that's coming out soon. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas book is going to be coming out soon Yay. as well. And we've got a slew of people from all kinds of Disney movies um, that we're going to be talking about. Uh, so please check out Skull Rock Podcast. You can follow me, Al John Go, on Instagram. We would appreciate it. And once again, leave us those five-star reviews for our show as well. Anywhere you find podcasts on demand. And more at SkullRockPodcast.com. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us on the show. Please uh, hit that bell for notifications anytime we go live at the Disney List podcast on Facebook. All right. Thank you. My name's Al John. And I'm Kristen. And, and we'll, we'll see you real, real soon. soon. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times so they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next disney 
Cruise, Disney Park Trip, Adventures by Disney. They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Goh, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.